Welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School with Michael Benner. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. I'm your host, Michael Benner, and I want to begin by thanking you for the nice feedback we got about our mini-series called Quarantine Meditations. We did six different meditations for you to use during the quarantine, which at the beginning, frankly, in March, we thought would be over by now. But obviously, those of us in the United States anyway, are still suffering a pandemic that is continuing to grow, actually getting worse day by day. So many of us are locked down. Millions of people are concerned about kids in school joblessness, homelessness, hunger. Uh, these are truly dark times. And uh, in many ways, I think we're in the opposite of a renaissance, a period of dark ages. And whether that's going to change soon, we'll, we'll know in a matter of months with the election coming up. And even then, it'll be months before we know whether there's going to be any significant improvement and when it'll come, whether the vaccine will be safe and effective, and so on. So this is one of our primary concerns. But this series, of course, has for over a decade been about personal and spiritual growth. And so with today's episode, we're going to go back to that main curriculum and today talk about gut feeling. What is our gut feeling. Well, it's actually not a single place in your belly where you get insight and understanding. It's a uh, range or a spectrum, a zone of feelings that run from the heart to the base of the spine. The top of that spectrum, the top of that zone, the heart area, is intuition. And that's basically, oh boy, it tells us what to move toward. And the bottom end of that spectrum is what we usually think of as instinct, the uh, animal end, oh no, which is what to run away from or what to fight. Most people use these terms interchangeably, intuition and instinct. And so gut feeling is thought of as one thing. But today we're going to talk about it as if it's a range of options, a blend between what we should avoid on one end and the revelation about solutions and goals and, and the answers that we're looking for on the other end. How to be aware of that range, that spectrum, and where you stand in that field. Before we jump into it in detail, I want to remind you that we're booking free personal intake sessions by telephone or Zoom, WhatsApp, FaceTime, whatever works for you. I often just use a landline telephone, but uh, the first one's free. So you can schedule what will be roughly a 30-minute session, absolutely free of charge with no obligation whatsoever to book anything further, simply by going to our primary website, michaelbenner.com and click the big red circle with the fireworks going off. It's labeled as such free intake session. That'll take you to my online calendar 
and you can choose a time that works for you from what's available on my calendar and do that in real time. You'll get a confirmation email sent to you right away and a reminder a day before the session. And uh, we'll talk about what you're looking for, what you hope I might be able to do for you with counseling and training. And I'll be able to tell you in that session what I think I could do for you in terms of teaching you not just theory, you know, not just the instructional part, but more importantly, the tools and techniques that you need to improve your life, to solve your problems, to make decisions, to manage your anxiety, your stress, your depression. That's mostly what we work with. I also do couples counseling, uh, grief and loss counseling, and maybe if somebody close to you dies or it may be the grief and loss of dealing with this pandemic. You know, not being able to hug other people, not uh, seeing the smiles behind their masks. So there's real loss in that. And maybe you'd like some way of managing that. Finding the meaning of your emotional feelings, the significance of why you feel the way you feel. And... Most of us resort to thinking about feelings, which really doesn't work. It's the wrong language. Logic does not expose or reveal very much about our emotional feelings at all. Logic just doesn't work. It's not going to work any more than if you tried to use emotional feelings to balance your bank account and say, well, it feels like I've got enough money in there to write this big check. That would be reckless. We have to be able to know the differences between thoughts and feelings and how to think clearly, critical thinking, but even more importantly, how to feel our feelings. And that's a matter of intuition. Our topic for today, where do we gain access to intuition and how do we do that? And how do we know the difference between intuition and instinct? Because those two words, though, as I said a moment ago, though often used interchangeably, really are very different processes, completely distinct ends of a spectrum, like uh, the polarities of a bar magnet, if you will. So let's get into that. But michaelbenner.com, scheduling a free intake session. Also, you'll find our podcast streaming there. You'll find uh, more information on executive excellence, which I do for business. You'll find a page about my book, Fearless Intelligence, The Extraordinary Wisdom of Awareness. And uh, that reminds me, by the way, if you've read this book already or flipped through it, you know, become familiar with it and would like to help us by writing a review for Amazon. Hey, that is really important and helps a lot. The more reviews we get, the higher our visibility in keyword searches. And with 40,000 new books coming out every month, can you believe it? Literally, 40, just in English, 40,000 new books every month on Amazon. 
which sells half of the books in America. It's very difficult to stand out. People know what they're looking for, but often have a hard time finding it. So if you can support us in that way with a review, just go back to your Amazon page, search for Fearless Intelligence. If you bought the book from Amazon, you'll be a verified reviewer, which helps even more, gives you even more impact. And just leave a sincere and honest rating, just three or four sentences saying what you liked about the book. No puffery needed. You don't have to pump it up and exaggerate. Whatever you feel honestly about the book would be most helpful. So thanks for that. Same thing for the podcast, by the way. And those help a lot also, especially the Apple podcasts. So let's go to our topic, gut feelings, and talk about this actual range of intuition and instinct that we experience in the body. Even though we may regard intuition as a form of thought contrasted to logic, it's more of a feeling than a thought. And feelings are called feelings because, well, obviously because they're felt in the body. So we need to move our awareness to some degree from our heads, where we do our thinking, down into the body and actually feel this information unfolding in the body. And it may come as pictures, it may come as voices, and that may seem like you're perceiving it in your head, but it's coming from the body, a sense or sensation. And as I've already said, these words, intuition and instinct, are generally used interchangeably to refer to revelation, to illumination, sometimes called the aha experience. But again, the reason we need to look at it as a range is that on one end of the spectrum, we have the oh no, run away. That's really the instinct, the animal end. And on the other end, the other polarity of the bar magnet in your belly, so to speak, is oh boy. And this is what to move toward. This is the answers that we've been looking for. This is the real illumination, the light that may arrive as an explosive experience, like the top of your head is ripped off, or it may come gently, which we usually refer to as the dawning of a new idea, right? The dawning of an idea. But here's the good news. You don't have to wait for it to happen. You don't have to walk around hoping that your awareness is suddenly split open by this profound insight from somewhere. Though that's not an uncommon experience. This aha suddenly bursts upon you, usually while you're relaxed. Maybe you're just on a walk, a casual stroll, exercising the dog or whatever. Maybe you're in the shower. Or at the end of the day, you've got your feet up and you're staring out the window and uh, just, you know, truly unwinding from a busy day when suddenly your awareness opens up and you get this profound insight, these answers, these solutions. Again, running the gamut from oh boy to oh no, 
from what to move toward to what to move away from. And often we land somewhere in the middle where there's a combination of this is what I should avoid and this is what I should move toward. In a crisis or an emergency, it's enough to know what we don't want and to avoid that, to run away. Whether it's dangerous or some perceived danger that's not a physical threat, but we're attempting to avoid some disastrous outcome. But avoiding what we don't want is not a goal. And so at some point, we have to move from running away or fighting what we don't want to moving directly toward what we do see as an objective, a goal, a result, or desired outcome. So it's best to cultivate this awareness that we recognize gut feeling as a blend of intuition and instinct and not use those terms interchangeably. Again, just so we're clear, the instinct is more animal. That's at the bottom end, the first chakra at the base of the spine. It may be sacral, second chakra, but it's rooted down in the lower survival aspects of our consciousness. That's instinct. Oh, no. Intuition is fourth chakra, or aspiring to it. It's solar plexus or heart. And it's love-based. It's spiritual in nature. Intuition is the voice of the higher self, the voice of the soul. It's not animal. It's what to move toward. It's the solution. It's the feeling of the veil being pulled back. And again, a revelation or an epiphany, an illumination or aha experience. And it's a wonderful feeling. Unlike the lower gut feeling of, oh my God, I got, I got to avoid this. It's, oh, wow, it creates more relaxation. It's, wow, what a, that's the answer I've been looking for. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And not only is the information revealed to you, but it arrives with a sense of confirmation. There's a, a rush, a feeling in your body that says, this is definitely true. This is, uh, if I can use the word veridical, it means truth-telling. A veridical apparition is an intuition that is obviously true. It just stands right out and reveals itself. And <laughs> sometimes feels like, wow, why didn't I think of this before? It's so obvious now that I see it. So these are the polarities of this spectrum that runs from the heart to the base of the spine. And the way to access that, the way to develop your ability to become more self-aware of non-logical, and I don't mean illogical, it's just a non-logical insight to information and understanding. Insight, information, understanding. They're all I words, <laughs> aren't they? So it's not illogical, but it is non-logical because you didn't deduce it. 
intuition and instinct just burst into your awareness. But to access it, that's the secret, not to simply hope that it happens, to wish and pray for an answer, for insight, for understanding. How do we access it? Well, it may not surprise you to find out that the key is stress management. Because the more anxiety and stress, the more fear, worry, and apprehension that we carry in our bodies as muscular tension, the more the brain is going to close down the higher brain functions of not only intuition, but logic as well. And favor the instinct, the amygdala's fight or flight survival response, the more reflexive we're going to be, not merely in running away from perceived danger, real or imagined, but in saying and doing things that are almost immediately regrettable. And all of us know how that feels, know the experience of speaking without thinking about what you're going to say in a reflexive way and then regretting the lack of diplomacy like you offended somebody. So we need to slow things down. We need to manage stress, to be aware of it, and then to create purposefully and deliberately a letting go feeling in the physical body with breath and a letting go of muscular tension. This is what meditation is. This is the stretching in yoga. This is the value of exercise, even a nice walk or stroll. This is what happens when you pet your dog or your cat. You relax when you play with children or listen to music or laugh spontaneously and, and genuinely from deep inside. These are all stress reducers, you see. And it also helps to get a sufficient amount of bed rest every night and to eat nutritious foods and to balance or moderate your activity with some periods of uh, relaxation and not just get so hooked on adrenaline and achievement and that can feel exciting. You know, stress can be very exciting. It's very easy to confuse the degrading and diminishing impact of stress with excitement. Multitasking is a good example. It feels so exciting, like you're getting so much done when you multitask. And in fact, your performance is degraded by trying too hard and, and multitasking. If instead you slow down and deliberately do one thing at a time, your productivity and your performance actually increase. A lot of people don't believe it, but, <laughs> but there's plenty of studies to prove it, and any one of us can prove it to ourselves if we put it into practice in our lives. So, bottom line, when you're facing a difficult decision and you're not sure what to do, or maybe you don't even know what you want, you don't have a goal that's clear, Intuition can be used to help you in either case. And again, when you want to access it deliberately, you need to relax. You need to sit down, as we've done in so many of these podcasts. Close your eyes, 
Take a few slow, deep breaths. Create and sense a letting go feeling in your body. Muscles unwinding, muscles relaxing. Feel the letting go. And then turn your attention to that area between the heart and the base of your spine. The solar plexus, or the navel, is the middle of that zone. Right, It runs from the heart chakra, number four, down through the root, number one. And in the middle, the solar plexus and the sacral. But that whole area is where intuition and instinct will reveal itself. Intuition on the higher end, toward the heart. Instinct on the lower end, toward the root of the spine. And you just put your awareness down there as you ponder your dilemma. And abandon logic. And I'll leave you with this example from my book, Fearless Intelligence. If you take a little child, a toddler, to the park to look at the ducks at the pond, that little baby is going to want to run after the ducks. (laughs) Well, the duck is always going to outrun the baby. The baby's not going to catch any of the ducks. But if you teach the child to sit quietly, especially as they get older, you're able to teach the child to be patient and to sit still for a time and maybe cast a few breadcrumbs out. And in time, let the ducks come to you. That's how intuition works. If you use your logic to chase an answer, it's likely to outrun you. But if you sit quietly in these states of deep relaxation, drawing upon your gut feeling, your intuition and instinct, by allowing it to come to you, wait for it to occur to you, to dawn upon you, or to burst into your awareness, that's the way you promote the insight the understanding, the awareness of the solution, the answer, the goal that you're looking for. Okay? Let it come to you. Don't chase it down. Don't go after it. That's logic. And if logic worked, you wouldn't be in this situation. You can find the answer you want logically. Fine. Go ahead and do what you've always done. But we're talking about the use of the gut feeling deliberately and purposefully when you've tried everything else. And recognize that sometimes this will occur to you spontaneously. The bottom end, the instinct or the fear-based, oh no, is much more likely to occur to you than the heart-based, oh boy. We'll get all kinds of gut reactions, all kinds of fears. But remember, again, the primary message in my book, Fearless Intelligence, is that fear is not about danger. Fear is a feeling associated with things we don't know. Fear is how it feels not to understand. And the antidote to all fear, stress, and anxiety is to understand. Knowledge and understanding is the antidote to fear. So, There's a little piece for you today on intuition and instinct. 
Hope you liked it. Again, we'd love to hear from you. You can always email me at my initials at theagelesswisdom.com. And again, check out our website at michaelbenner.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there as well, michaelbenner.com. Thanks very much for being with us. I hope you're healthy and happy. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay in touch. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. From Palm Springs, California, this is Michael Benner. Namaste and aloha.